Hello and welcome to Astrology Today, your regular look at the planetary movements and how astrology may affect and hopefully improve your life. Hi there, I'm Norma Lachance. I'm your host. I'm a life coach, a mathematician, and an inspired astrologer. And you've joined me for the week perspective for Tuesday, January 17th, 2023. Welcome to the podcast and welcome to Tuesday. There's still a lot going on this week. If you joined me on Friday, you know that I was maybe a little overwhelmed by all the astrology that was happening. Well, we've still got that theme going on and we're going to definitely look at the themes for the week. A couple of uh, announcements. First of all, I'm going to take a listener question today and you know how I'm always asking for what's on the minds of my listeners. So I've got a question about an aspect pattern. I'm going to talk about that at the end. So stick around for that. I'm also still looking for new moon volunteers. So I will be talking all about the new moon on Friday. And if you'd like me to look at your chart, uh, specifically, send me your birth details, as it were, if you're a first time volunteer, then I'm going to need all those details. That's birth, location, time, uh, a date and uh, location. Yes, all those details, so that I can uh, cast your chart and have a look at that. Also happening for the new moon or prior to the new moon actually is our regular monthly new moon session. Everybody's welcome, no experience necessary, just pitch up and just a willingness to look at charts and um, yeah, support each other. So it happens 6.30 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Uh, the Zoom link will be in the program notes. And so you just need to click on that and um, hopefully you'll be able to join us then. Okay, let's get to the themes for the week. All right, starting off looking at movements of planets and changes of signs. So first of all, this section, I usually talk about the moon and that's because the moon is the fastest moving planet that we have out there. So currently in Sagittarius, just newly arrived in Sagittarius. So remember that the moon moves through each sign in the zodiacal calendar, as it were, every two to three days. And so here it is Tuesday, it's going to be in Sagittarius until early Thursday morning. And here it is the mutable fire sign of Sagittarius, positive, uplifting, adventurous, a bit of a risk taker, you know, definitely inspiring, right? All those fiery, um, um, aspects of um, a sign that we can anticipate. And uh, yeah, when remember that the moon rules your emotions and your behaviors. And so maybe a little bit of a lift, a little bit of a skip in your step this week, until Thursday morning, when the moon moves into Capricorn, yes, Earth sign. So Capricorn, of course, being cardinal Earth, meaning get stuff done, you know, the pragmatic part, side of yourself. And so it might be getting down to business on Thursday. Now, the big news story in terms of planetary movements, of course, is tomorrow, Wednesday, Mercury will be stationing direct. Now, keep in mind, you know, when planets go retrograde and when they go direct, you can read a lot of stuff on the internet about them. You can read a lot of stuff about everything on the internet. And uh, some of it's true and some of it is kind of not. And so retrograde, we get this idea that the planet's moving backwards. You need to remember that, you know, 2000 years ago, when a astrology was birthed, it was, you know, farmers in the fields or the shepherds in the field, and they were lying there looking up, looking at the stars going, wow, super cool. The, uh, all of the planets are 
viewed from our perspective on earth. And it was, you know, probably a thousand years later when they realized, oh, wait a minute, we are not the center of the universe. So all of our charts uh, are based on a geodesic uh, uh, perspective, which just means from earth. So when we watch the planets up above us, some of them appear to be moving backwards. And this is what happens three times a year when Mercury goes retrograde. So Mercury ruling our communication, our ideas, our mind, our thoughts, then when Mercury goes retrograde, sometimes things go, in my word, kaflui. And so that's, you know, some people like to talk about their emails don't get through or, you know, messages get lost or communication is a bit wonky. So these are all things that can and you know people have had anecdotal uh, evidence of that happening when mercury goes direct it is the third time that it's passing over particular longitudinal positions so i want you to imagine a giant s kind of like on superman's chest so it comes along it slows down it turns retrograde which is the middle part of the s then it clicks backwards through a bunch of longitudinal positions and then today well rather tomorrow it will be turning direct. And so then it's going to be clicking through for the third time, these particular longitudinal positions. So I usually make reference to when we are in the pre-shadow and that happened back mid-December. And I, you know, invite you if you're a journal writer to kind of go back and think about what was I making choices about? What was I communicating about? What did I have ideas about? And this may be an opportunity to revisit it again for the third time and the third time hopefully as evolving adults that we are it's a moment of evolution it's a moment of perhaps resolution or more clarity in those ideas in whatever it was that you were communicating about so i invite you to kind of go back have a look at that and of course for those of you that are have strong mercuries in your chart perhaps gemini's or virgos gemini rising virgo risings this might feel like a really welcome relief when mercury finally does go direct tomorrow. Well, finally, I want to talk about the important aspects that are coming up. Actually, no aspect patterns uh, to deal with this week. So the important aspect pattern I did or aspect rather, I did mention it uh, on Friday. And this is this uh, sun conjunct Pluto that has been growing in strength. It's actually going to be exact early uh, tomorrow morning on Wednesday. And so that means it just comes to its most uh, poignant point in the uh, connection between the two planets. You know, ge uh, generally astrologers have what we call orbs, and that just means the limits of the uh, connection between the planets. So for conjunctions, most astrologers use about an eight degree orb. So that just means that one the Sun and Pluto get within eight degrees of each other, the effects of that conjunction come into play. Now, as transiting planets, meaning planets that are actually out there moving, not ones that are in natal charts, I use an even tighter orb, I use one degree. And so, you know, now it is coming into exact. And so what does this mean? Well, the Sun represents, you know, what we're striving towards in life, our vitality, you know, our goals, our identity, and Pluto is this very powerful, planet of transformation of think of you know phoenix rising this idea that from the ashes new and 
um, you know, exciting kind of growth happens. And so it is this powerful transformation of self. It's occurring at 28 degrees of Capricorn. And so I picked out a few birthdays. If it's your birthday, you know, uh, today, tomorrow, or Thursday, this, this conjunction may get captured in your solar return chart, which means it's part of a theme for the year. So it's definitely worth checking that out. If you've got a, if you're a Capricorn baby, and you've got, you know, your birthday close to this, definitely worth checking it out. That this theme of hidden power of this ability to really transform yourself this year is available to you. Now, I wanted to talk a little bit about this listener question that I got. And it's all about the aspect pattern called the yod. I think that's always I remember the first time I heard that I thought the yod. And so a yod is a very skinny triangle. It's created by a sextile between two planets. And that's kind of at the base of the triangle. And then the planets at the end of that sextile are quincunx with the apex planet. Now, all of those are super fun astrology words. The sextile aspect is a very productive aspect because it's a combination of hard and easy. And so depending on what those two planets are, you can get great productive uh, results out of using those two planets. Now, the yod is also called the finger of God. I remember it because it rhymes. And it's definitely a highly sensitive point in a, a chart. And so it is the apex planet. So that means that energy is flowing towards the apex planet as a place to kind of release any kind of tension, or like I said, this productive results that you want to get, it flows towards this, the finger of God or this apex planet. So of course, it depends on what planet you've got there. So for example, if the planet is the moon, then it may be around your emotions and how you can get productive use out of expressing your emotions, being in touch with your emotions, you know, finding comfort, that's all things that are ruled by the moon. This uh, listener that sent in the question, I did pull up the chart. And the yod has an apex planet of Venus. And I wanted to just say as a side note, if the birth time is correct, which I'm a little curious about, but anyways, uh, based on this birth time sent to me, the Venus is also the chart ruler of this um of this person's chart. And so that's quite significant. So having Venus as the apex planet of the yod could mean that the the productivity, the results that I'm talking about in your life can come through love and how you relate to others or your values, things that you value, uh, you know, uh, could be valuables, but probably more likely the values that you have. Definitely because given uh, what your chart looks like with having this Venus right at the top of the chart, makes it a quite a significant planet. That is the podcast for today. I so appreciate your listenership and joining me. You know, here we are a couple of times a week talking all things astrology. Please remember that I love to hear from you. So if you have a question, I may include it in a future pod. And uh, keep in mind, you may join us on Thursday for the new moon session. It's going to be super fun. Of course, the best way to get a hold of me is through my email. That's astrologydiva, that's D-V-A, at gmail.com. I hope you have a fantastic day and I look forward to speaking to you again very soon.